This NFL Super Wild Card Weekend Recap and Monday Night Football Props Edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona for boosted parlays to in game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WYNNBet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free to play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at sobet.io slash SGPN. That's sobet.io slash SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. This is Brian Bosworth, aka The Boz, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out. Boz out. Everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner picks Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Oh my goodness, Sean! The roller coaster of emotions I have to share with you from my mm. experiences today. Uh, God damn! Why did you let me pick the Cowboys? I'm or going to get your fucking shine box. Was this the greatest ruse in the history of the sports gambling <laughs> podcast? Stepping out and saying, I, Ryan, real money Kramer, will take one for the team. I will uh, blaspheme. I don't even know what the word would be. I will uh, blatantly disrespect the show, disrespect the NFC East, take the Cowboys, and boh, co- I couldn't have asked for a better way that to mush it. Disgusting act. Uh, with yeah, Tony was- Romo on the call, just to, <laughs> to I, not to get ahead of ourselves, Sean, but holy shit, was that magical? I mean, to one up Kirk Cousins like that, Dak. Uh, God bless you, man. Yes, God bless Dak. Uh, God bless the Cowboys. Again, it, I got into a dark place. I, not much to say about the Eagles. They just went out and got their fucking ass kicked. Uh, you know, that's really all there is to say about that game. Jalen Hurts, I look like dog shit. Nick Sirianni didn't call a great game. You know, they didn't catch any breaks penalty wise. Jalen Rager muffed the punt. It was uh it was just pretty much a disaster from the start to the end. They just got their shit pushed in. A very uh annoying end of the season. Otherwise, hey, I mean they they you know, they were two and five, they scrapped, they fought, they got into the playoffs, which is commendable. But again, you know, pretty obvious they're not ready to compete on that next level. And it's unfortunate. They got their ass kicked. Uh looking forward, we do have three first round picks, <laughs> a ton of cap space. Yeah. And dude, we're, we're moving on to next year. It's draft season. Welcome to the party. 
<laughs> Here's what, what I'll say. I got into a really dark place after the loss, and then I remembered. Oh yes, the Cowboys are playing next. Oh yes, my money line dog is the San Francisco 49ers. Why not take this a one unit money line play and make it a four unit money line play? <laughs> then when that sweet baby came in, let's go. It was uh it was awesome and it was um it was really uh pretty great. And shout out to uh everyone trolling me on Twitter. Yeah, I watched the game. Yeah, I saw they fucking sucked. I I I don't know what you're looking to you know, a grizzly bear has just been shot. You know, I'm the grizzly bear, and you're still trying to provoke me. It it really, I I just ho- I hope you're happy with yourself. I hope you can live with yourself. And oh, um, classic yeah. Philadelphian can't handle it when it. When oh the no, sh- I can. The ship I can handle around. it. I can handle it. Don't expect me to chirp back. I love the cowboy fans that are like, well, we uh, statistically we still had a better regular season. You also got knocked out in the first round, so don't don't act like your shit is so good. And you want to talk about expectations coming into the season? You guys thought you were going to the Super Bowl. You legitimately did. Did I think the Eagles were going to win the Super Bowl? Yeah, but I'm delusional. But even the average Cowboy fan, the media, they were all this is the year, Dak comeback player of the year, MVP talk. What's your excuse? I mean, listen, getting blown out is not a great way to end the season, but neither is spiking the ball with no time left on the clock. So, oh you know, may, maybe you guys can just agree to just walk off into the sunset <laughs> together. I mean, look, it's not a good look throw. We should just get in the recap. I don't know what. I mean, right, you're yeah, because I have so much to tout. Yes, and uh, obviously winning a shit ton of money made it that much sweeter. Oh yeah. Oh man. Hopefully you guys download the win betting app. Hopefully you got your one thousand dollar risk free sports bet. But uh, again, you weren't really risking much if you were taking our picks this weekend. I gave you both. I hit both Saturday first touchdown player props. Are you kidding me? Four and one against the spread. Four and uh, oh, if you count games where I am, I don't have a bias. Hit the lock. Let's go. Still one more lock to go. Hit the money line, dog. What more do you people want? Not only are we giving you awesome picks, but a great chance to cash over at winbet.com. W Y N N B E T dot com. Shout out to you, Kramer, pulling off some nice build your own bets. Plus 750, plus 1400. Oh my God! WinBet may uh, fire us, right? We're giving away too much <laughs> money. Explaining how to take down the WinBet Casino. Step one: head over to WinBet.com or download that Win Betting app. Sean, yes. Uh, can, before we get into the games, can I quick do a, a FFPC uh, tout? Sure. I was I was in the top five at one point today. Uh, thanks to the oh Pittsburgh de- Pittsburgh defense, uh, yeah, do, doing all right, John. Our joint lineup not doing very well. It's uh, in five thousandth place. The lineup I gave out on the podcast is down in fifty eight hundredth place. Daryl Williams was not the right pivot. No, uh, hate hate the couple lineups I have with him in there. May- maybe it'll get better down the stretch, but uh, yeah, I have uh, I have four lineups in, in cashing position right now. So uh, you know, it's not four out of eleven. Hell yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, all you're right. playing for half mil. You, that's all you can ask for. And last, last bit of fantasy touting, Sean. I uh, I managed to to cash uh, in in the single entry that we did for Saturday and Sunday. I think it was a fifty dollars single entry. Uh, I managed to cash. I think three hundred dollars with Daryl Williams in the lineup. 
uh, had Pringle very. Un- I mean, at one point this afternoon, I didn't want to say uh, I was I was the highest pointed guy with still three players to go. So I was little little oh fantasy sweat God. today. So on top of the uh, the roller coaster of emotions, rooting for the Cowboys and then not rooting for the <laughs> Cowboys, uh, had some nice fantasy sweats as well. Ryan, speaking of sweats, that that Saturday game, uh, arguably the, I mean, one of the best games of the weekend. Bengals twenty six, Raiders nineteen. He's one of those guys who will get penetration. Good game by Joe Burrow. Although I, I don't know, I mean, you could say this. I, I think the the Bengals win and the Forty ers win to me were pretty similar in that they they won the game. It felt like they were in control of the game the entire time, but yet it still it still felt like they left points on the board, opportunities. Uh, on the board there and and left a little bit to be desired. And with the Bengals in particular, I'm going to do a deep dive on the Bengals and the bills a little worried. This might've been their super bowl, the way they were reacting after the game. Uh, I mean, yeah, I was, uh, I was bullish that this would be an interesting game. It turned out to be a pretty interesting game, but yeah, I mean, the second this game ended, I think for the Bengals, circle them, their, their fade candidate next week. I just think a lot of things like to your point, they should have won by more points, but at the same time, they let a tired, uh, just you know, subpar Raiders team stick around. And you know, at the end of the day, like that sh- that was that shit was way closer than it should have been. So uh, I, I got to imagine that catches up for them. Like I said, I'm I'm gonna be on Tennessee. I think uh, early early look at that one. Yeah, I mean that the the rest disparity, they should have been able to take advantage of it more. Uh, although Burrow Burrow had some nice throws. Would have liked to see him ice the uh, game without giving the ball back to Derek Carr. And you know, shout out to Derek Carr. Very, he's he's just that classic quarterback who's good enough that you can't get rid of him. But also, do, is does anyone think Derek Carr is ever going to win them a Super Bowl? What do you, the Raiders? It seems like they're moving on from uh, Rich Bisaccia. But what do you do with Derek Carr? Do you just ride it out? I mean. He's hard to get rid of. He he certainly shows some things. I, I don't think the average fan, no one's really rooting or like you know the the impartial fan isn't a diehard Derek Carr guy. But what do you do I, with Derek Carr? I think he probably earned himself a career pass as a Raider after this season. Yeah, by all accounts, it sounds like uh, he had to step up in you know off field ways that kind of cement. I, I got to imagine it seems like Raider fans truly li- like him. Um, honestly, he played. We, look early in best ball season, Sean, we were drafting him at the end of the draft. He was like the punt quarterback play. And in hindsight that like, that's fairly disrespectful. How far ahead, like Trey Lance was being drafted and how far ahead <laughs> Justin Fields was being drafted. Cause Derek Carr, I mean, maybe we give him the official Tavares Jackson uh, moniker moniker of the current NFL, which is, I think Derek Carr is the gatekeeper. I think it's tough to be a playoff team if, if you have someone worse than Derek Carr. And the and the key is he just doesn't make the mistakes. Like he's not a sexy quarterback. His his uh, his metrics look like shit a, a lot of the times. But you know, at the end of the day, he had a ragtag bunch of uh, other quarterback has those wide receivers rolling out, and we're talking about how they don't well, have enough yeah, weapons. I mean, it, just the season in general, it, it would be very easy to write off this season as a lost season. For the Raiders, and kudos to him and and Max Crosby, certainly a beast. So they they have some playmakers. I just I, I don't know what you do to upgrade this team to make them really a contender. And and maybe it comes 
uh, in the form of the coaching change. And that's why I don't think they're going to be bringing back a uh, good buddy, rich Basaccia. shout out to John in the chat. John came by the studio was hanging out. Oh, nice. Uh, it was great watching the games and also watching John, uh, you know, looks over me. He's like, Hey, can we get the uh, Lehigh uh, Loyola, Maryland game? I I'm on the under of the second half Loyola, Maryland game. So we're sweating out this crazy uh, Cowboys 49ers game. And then John's Chong had a really bad beat in uh, in that game. It he was like it it looked good because I looked up at the score and I go oh you're you made it you you're good by two points and then I just it, I look up two seconds later oh, and the no. guy, guy just chucked up a three so thoughts and prayers for Jong. I don't know if the Lehigh uh, second half total is gonna make Scott Van Pelt's bad beats but it should because uh, that was that was highway robbery. Uh, getting back to the NFL, the Bills. 40s. Well, real, real, yes. real quick though, because I know we're not going to make a pick, Sean, um, or a lean. But the the spread for the Bengals is Titans minus three, and just to kind of tell mm. tie a bow on it, feels awfully disrespectful for the number one seed in a team that's just one uh, to only be laying three after that kind of uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, me I mean, we'll we'll you know obviously it'll be interesting to see what the news uh, surrounding Derek Carr is, or sorry, uh, Derek Henry and how healthy he is factoring that in. But yeah, I don't know. My first <laughs> thought is that does feel a little small. Although again, Tennessee's been getting no respect. I've I I was kind of leaning into the hashtag a tighten up uh, towards the end of the season there. Although I, I don't know, I, I I think they're not as bad as people think. We'll see. I'll have to start. Um, I'm going to really have to think on that one, but the the Bengals on the road, I feel like are kind of a different team. Yeah, absolutely. Totals 46 and a half for those uh, over under betters out there. Bills 47, New England 17. It's a baby fucking wheel, man. And and this game again, just another bloodbath. Although bills go down, get that touchdown, uh, obviously to Dawson Knox cashed a, a nice chunk of change on that. And then the Patriots, it seems like they're going to, you know, punt a couple times. Mac Jones has a couple big third down plays. And then Mac Jones, that interception into the end zone. Man, did that really change the tenor of the game? And honestly, like, that was a really good ball that Mac Jones threw. Yeah. The the Bills defender just made a crazy play on the ball. That was a crazy interception, and it was. And once they had that interception, you just realize, oh no, they're they're completely fucked. And again, if I'm Bill Belichick, I'm telling Mac Jones, you leave the scuba suit at home. It just sends a poor message to the rest of the team when you walk out with yeah. that scuba suit, or at least don't wear the head part of the scuba suit. It, you just look like a clown, and th- there is a mental aspect to this game. I, I just wouldn't let him do it. And I'll also, I, I didn't get to watch the press conference, but it would have been really awesome if that lady who had been asking about uh, <laughs> Bill Belichick's New Year's resolutions, if she would have followed up one more time on that and, and really doubled down, would have loved to see uh, Bill's response to that. I mean, yeah, just in so many ways, this was what America needed. Uh, just, just channeling all this en- pent up energy over the last two decades of watching the goddamn Patriots win football games, just get, just all flow through the legs of Josh Allen as he gives zero fucks <laughs> running around the fan. I mean, that, I don't know if you saw the picture of Ryan uh, Fitzpatrick that we, uh, we tweeted out. Oh, uh, that earlier. was awesome. Absolute legend. He's at the game shirtless watching the, it, with the bills mafia. There's dildos <laughs> That's really flying around. Great. Uh, I, I just, 
look, obviously here, here's the problem. Like this Mac Jones, just like you great, great rookie season bill maximized the shit out of it. But I, I, I think there is too much like, Hey, relax. He had a great season. He led them to the playoffs. Look, he was better than cam Newton. Cam Newton's a low fucking bar. And I wonder, Sean, I yep. wonder if, if people didn't, you know, typically when, when players get worse, it's because the film is showing shit. Mm. And I wonder, you know, how good is Mac Jones? Because he didn't look good in this game. Uh, he didn't look good in, it, it, he hasn't looked good in two months. So maybe yeah, he'll surprise I mean, me also, next year, but he could, yeah, I, I don't think it's inconceivable for him to kind of hit that rookie wall. I mean, this is why rookie quarterbacks don't win playoff games. This is why all these stats and trends that we had of guys making their first career start or rookies starting, yeah. you know, and, and transitioning to the next game, Eagles 31 uh, or sorry, bucks, 31 Eagles, 15. Again, Jalen hurts just looked in over his head. Now you could say, Hey, it's cause he's the youngest quarterback to ever start for the Philadelphia Eagles. Give him a break. This is his first year as a starter. It's impressive. He got them to the playoffs or you could just go, Hey, he's hit his ceiling as a passer. He's just not going to be a uh, good enough to a good enough passer in the league. You need to move on. I mean, the Eagles just got their ass kicked really. And, and the defense figured it out, but it was too late. I mean, look, this was, this was always the concern of this game. First of all, how about those weather reports, Sean? I was so dialed in on the weather. Not a problem at all. No, I just think Jalen hurts is a good quarterback. And I think when games like this happen, people, the pendulum swings way too hard, but it's, you know, he can't throw to win a game, but also the, the team played like shit to start the game. And and, and from there it was going to be tough to come back, but man, the, the aesthetics of some of his bad throws are just killer. And I think at the end of the day, I would yeah, he was just he was just like a hair late on stuff, and you know you just can't be a hair late in the NFL. He he wasn't setting his feet. It was but wasn't you know, seen the field well. Yeah, but you know sometimes there's bad incomplete passes that like Jimmy G throws a bunch of them, right? They just look yeah. bad, and, and Hertz had some some of those, uh, and and just like he kind of looked he, he looked jittery. He just didn't look like the same, you know, the the rare breed that you've been uh, boasting, but. Will the Eagles have another quarterback on the roster via the draft? Probably, right? Yeah, I think they'll definitely draft a guy, but will they draft a guy in the first round? I mean, that's really the difference, right? Uh, I mean, you know, you could talk me into drafting a guy in the second or third, giving him competition. Russell Wilson, you know, I, I love Russell Wilson, but like, how much does he have left? And if I'm Russell Wilson, you know, the Eagles are like a young team right now. They're kind of on the up. I don't know if he's, you know, I, I don't know if he's a guy that like would want to come to the Eagles. I, I don't know if Philly's a great fit for the kind of like guy Russell Wilson is, but is Russell Wilson an upgrade over Jalen hurts next year? Yeah, probably. But again, really I don't probably. know. Well, ah. did you see how bad Russell Wilson played those stop last couple it. weeks? You said no, no stop it. I'm not going to let you get away with that. Russell Wilson would be an upgrade next year. Well, I mean, you have a chance to win the game with Russell Wilson today. You uh, didn't have a chance with Jalen hurts. That's probably true. But again, does, you know, Russell Wilson fall off like he did in the second half of the season. I mean, for the most part, Jalen hurts ended the season, you know, better than when he started. So look, I think Jalen hurts is the kind of guy you want on your team. I, I know maybe if he, 
I mean, it's not obviously he wants more, but man, is he not the perfect backup quarterback? I mean, he he can come in, he can do gadget stuff, he can, you know, he's a he's a gamer, he's a locker room guy, he's a winner, like he's got the right energy. I just don't know if he, you know, at the end of the day, a franchise quarterback, as you, uh, you know, you know, needs to be able to throw the ball like Sam Bradford or better, Sean. <laughs> Fuck you, Sam Bradford. <laughs> Guy's a real piece of shit. Uh, anyway, right. but yeah, hit a nice build your own bet on this one and the Bills one, to be honest with you. So I'm, you know, I'm on fucking fire. Nick Fortune saying shout out to Sean for mentioning Boston Scott in the podcast. Did a three leg parlay with Boston Scott. <laughs> nice. Anytime touchdown and it cashed in. Oh God, Jalen Rager though really just has to go. I mean, you leave that guy down in Tampa. I saw a nugget that he, um, uh, Henry Rugget Rugs had more receiving yards this year than him. Yeah, and, and yeah. Henry Rugs is in jail. He went to jail in week eight. Yeah, uh, Muhammad uh, is checking in on the YouTube chat. Eagles came out with a bunch of horizontal throws and dump offs to the backs. Yeah, I mean their game plan was pretty shitty. I mean Hertz' execution of the game plan was poor as well, but like that horizontal shit. Just wasn't gonna work against them, uh, against this Tampa Bay defense. Like it almost played into their hands. And you saw, like, when they started doing deeper crossing stuff over the middle to Dallas Goddard and stuff like that, uh, they did much better. And, and you know, Goddard had a had a big drop. Um, you know, Quez Watkins had some shitty stuff. The offensive line wasn't as dominant as they previously were. So, plenty of blame to go around. But obviously, it's uh, you know, most of it goes on uh, Jalen Hurts. And the head coach, Nick Sirianni. All right, got a couple more games, and then we will be getting to our Monday night prop bets. Before we get to that, make sure we shout out propswap.com, where America goes to buy and sell real sports bets. All you have to do, all you gotta do is use that promo code SGP. Get that instant deposit bonus up to five hundred dollars. I mean, propswap.com. I don't know why you wouldn't be uh, heading over there. The perfect place to get some of these NFC Championship, AFC Championship, Super Bowl. If you're an NBA guy, plenty of NBA stuff. The the award season. There's some award season tickets up there as well. Or if you're sitting on one of these tickets, maybe you got the Bengals that win the AFC, getting a little nervous. Head over to propswap.com, list the ticket, get the sign up bonus. Propswap.com, where America goes to buy and sell real sports bets. And even it's not just physical tickets, uh, stuff like legally put in on, on uh, via mobile as well. Uh, so they got you covered. Propswap.com, promo code SGP. Also brought to you by betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's where you go to get your free to play prop bets. Uh, I feel like we've been doing pretty strong, Ryan, in the prop game, as well as our uh, buddies over at the prop cast. Again, why would you not? You're already betting these. Why not also get these free bets in, win some better fantasy credits, aka better credits, and uh, cash out for some sweet gift cards? BetterFantasy.com/slash SGPN. B-E-T-T-O-R Fantasy.com/slash SGPN. San Francisco 49ers 23. Dakota Rain and the Dallas Cowboys 17. The Cowboys have now gone 11 straight playoff appearances without reaching a conference championship game. That's the longest streak by any team in NFL history. Uh, congrats to Dak Prescott. He has been named the uh, Nickelodeon MVP, the NVP, as we call it. So <laughs> shout out, shout out to uh, Nickelodeon and their uh, Nick Nick MVP. 
So real quick about the Nick broadcast, because you know, I, I had, I did have it on one of the TVs on the, uh, the, the quad set up in the, in the old studio, Sean, and watching the little one, you know, walk by just kind of taking her stuff to go on a bike ride and it just the flashy shit grabbing her eye. It's, it's just an interesting, like to us, it looks horrible. Like it's, it's annoying. It's like, why are they, why are they constantly flashing stuff? But man, it, th- these kids, like the, the robots have them already, Sean, we like, we really need to worry about this. Yeah. Uh, the attention span is is going out the window. L- total lack of uh, betting talk uh, on the Nickelodeon uh, broadcast. So really, really, NFL is missing an opportunity to work in some DraftKings or math. some uh, win bet win bet promos over there. Well, yes. kids, hey, if, here's <laughs> if, if, here's, if Elijah uh, Mitchell has sixty nine yards and we have over eighty two and a half yards, how many more yards does Elijah Mitchell need to get that over, kids? Brian, Dave C in the uh, YouTube chat is really, really fired up. You only say two sentences on the Bills. They scored seven touchdowns on seven straight possessions. The Eagles are terrible. Stop talking about your loser team and talk of teams of relevance. I, Shut up, up about Eagles, you moron. The Bills have not punted last two games versus the Pats. Yes, right. we were all over the Bills. We locked up the Bills. We are huge Bills fans. I don't know what else to take away from we, that game. They dominated the Patriots. We, uh, it, you know, what it, was, it reminded me of the, the like a scene from Game of Thrones when like the well-to-do like uh, king and his family are in the castle. Right. What does this have to do with the Bills? Talk about the Bills. I'm telling you about the bills, like oh, the okay. well-to-do Kings in his castle with his family. And they realize that the, the savage, the savage Vikings have gotten inside the doors and it's time to just kill yourself. So it doesn't hurt. It doesn't take forever and it doesn't hurt. That's what happened <laughs> with the bills and the Patriots. And I told you it was going to be a boring game. I gave you a, which justice- one's Josh Allen. Is he the King? Josh Allen is my King. I worship Josh Allen, a bend the knee motherfuckers. I gave out an adjusted line of minus 16 and a half. Yeah. I told you this was a joke. I told you how to win fourteen to one on Singletary, two touchdowns, Bills by two. T- oh, we gave right. out a plus fourteen. Why, why are we? Ad- come on. I don't know. It's He's, funny. It's funny to get these uh, we, to mix it up with these guys. All well, right. I you know I don't know though. The Bills do have a tough game next week against. Them. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right. Getting back to the 49ers Cowboys game, best game obviously on uh, Sunday and. Yeah, man, the the 49ers really should have walked away with this and it felt like they were and then Jimmy G that interception brings them right back into it. Oh god, it was I I was definitely getting a little bit nervous there and then those that fourth and inches where oh, the they fumble. should have had it. Oh, the, the fumble, fumble as well. that, the that turned fumble. out to be incomplete and it was like holy wow. shit. Wow. Yeah, they really they really got some fortunate breaks and you know that, that fourth and inches where they got it, and then it turns out Trent Williams wasn't set. They called it a false start, and then obviously that final play of Dak running for it. And while he's running, I'm like, "What are they doing? <laughs> you have no timeouts." I love Mike McCarthy saying we shouldn't have had a problem getting spotted, dude. You have to know the rules coming into that play. That's why it's a dangerous play because you can't self spot the ball. Well, like what do you, what world in, in football do you, does the center just get to decide where the ball, you know, that ump is running from behind. And if deck is this franchise hall of famer, you immediately get that ball to the ump. And so he can set the ball. Like it's very easy. I'll say one nice thing for the Cowboys fans. 
the guy the guy who was set that was was meant to be spotting the ball um 100% fell asleep for a second as someone who officiates a, a game or two here and there you can get caught watching the game i think that official got caught watching the game he then had to do like a 25 yard sprint how fast you think an old man like that can do a 25 yard sprint? Well, if you're, you're you got to factor that in. Well, that's and also I mean. if you're a veteran quarterback goes up to the, the ump and whispers it in his ear, I'm going to do a QB run. Follow me. Yeah. That's and then well, the legend of Dak would grow. That's that's, you know, that's the area that's where he, obviously level. he's not matured. And, uh, but, but at the end of the day, like Jimmy G just, he played well enough. Like Jimmy G didn't try to fuck the game up until late enough. <laughs> And <laughs> he really tried though. And you know, at the end of the day, this, this was, a, this was all about McCarthy and his team was not prepared. A lot of procedural penalties, a lot yeah. of dumb shit. That is, is nothing more than coaching. And, and really the takeaway here, Sean, as much as you hate him, the flat brim, Kyle Shanahan, his team on both sides of the ball was more prepared. Like they lost, they, both sharp. they lost their yeah. best defensive player. And it wasn't really a big deal. It didn't really change anything. And so, yeah, I uh, couldn't have happened uh, to a worse team. And boy, did I enjoy the meltdown of them throwing shit! Like the, their fans are now throwing. Oh shit at yeah, the team. they claim. <laughs> they what claim- kind of savages do that to their own team, Sean? Yeah, and then and then apparently they were throwing. Uh, <laughs> they were throwing. They claimed at the uh, refs and and missing and hitting the, <laughs> the Cowboys players. I mean, you can't blame the refs for that game. There was you. Uh, all right, yeah. If you're a Raider fan, you can be upset with the officials. Like, nah, come on. That was. No, no. For, for, I'm saying it's it's a little ridiculous. Like I was joking about it on Twitter. Some people got mad at me on Twitter that I was doing the whole refs or are betting one side or the <laughs> other gimmick. They don't like that. But I, I mean, I think in that case, you can at least be like, all right, that's that questionable. But in this case, it, there was no missed call. Nothing was screwed up. The Cowboys fucked up. They fucked up running a god like that's just not a smart. You know where else they fucked up by only scoring 16 points in the previous 59 minutes, Sean. That's where they fucked up. This is one of those situations where like you, if you didn't want this to happen, you should have taken care of business earlier. They they started flat. They weren't ready. And you know what? The one area where I was wrong, you were right. Elijah Mitchell and this team came out just to hit him in the mouth. And well, they hit him yeah, in the mouth. Was, and they hit him in the mouth over and over again. And it took a half. And finally they kind of settled down and the Cowboys. You you could feel the the field start to tilt with those turnovers. But by then it was too late. By then they needed that miracle. By then they needed to like score, score, score. And there was no margin for error. So yeah, I mean, it, it's ridiculous. They have no claim to be pissed off at the officials. None. No. And uh, you know, the handicap of the game was 49ers are gonna out physical this team. And that's really what they did. They just out physical, this Cowboys team, I, I was talking to John and I think I even threw this out in the slack or people who are asking me on Twitter, what props I liked, but Jimmy G under passing attempts, 31 and a half. That was, that was a lock. Uh, John was also on it, but uh, the Debo Samuel over rushing yards that was set at a comically low 26 and a half. You knew he was going to get involved and then tie it all to the 49ers money line. And, and I even think I, th- we were talking about if you can get an under Jimmy G one and a half interceptions, because if he throws one interception, they'll be fine. Yeah. They'll be able to live with that. If they throw two, they're going to, they're going to die. And he waited until the second half that one he threw almost cost them. Yeah. Yes. I, I just, and, and uh, you know, maybe, maybe a hot take Sean, 
but if you're an all pro player, you change games. You, no matter what the situation you are changing the game that you are participating in. Would you agree with that definition? Yeah. Micah Parsons, God damn it. Pissed off. He's on the Cowboys. Cause that guy changes the game. Trayvon Diggs didn't change this game. Trayvon Diggs did not change this game in a positive way for his team. He was in the way they played on him. Kyle Shanahan and that team, they knew what he was going to do and they played him like a fool. He should not worst all pro. Sele- I mean, I understand the counting stats. He had a lot of interceptions, but yeah, Deion Sanders doesn't get beat like this. No, Deion Sanders covered really well. Trayvon J- Diggs yeah. was just was pretty bad in coverage overall and you know, made some nice plays and, and got some nice interceptions, but man, uh, overall Trayvon Diggs comically uh, overrated. Michael Parsons is the man, but again, he was, he was coming back off the COVID list and you could see he was sucking on that oxygen yeah. the entire time. And you know, him and I think uh CD went to some Mavericks game. It seems like that's where they got it. Uh, you know, Dak said like I should have tried to talk to those guys about not going out. I mean, you go, you have the playoffs coming up. Whatever you think of COVID, if you have a playoff game, you would think you kind of play it safe. You don't want to be getting sick before a big game. Uh, you know, it just kind of speaks to the Cowboys organization. Mike McCarthy is coming back, so lock it up. Yeah, not much to add. Uh, as far as San Francisco moving forward. Um, can't be stoked about this. If you're a Packers fan, I just think this is going to be, you know, dare I compare it something to a old giants playoff run, Sean, but the way that this team plays physical defense, the way that they hit you in the mouth on offense uh, and the way that they maybe have a quarterback that sometimes can make plays that leave a little bit to be desired. Lot like uh, when the Giants went into Green Bay, and in those cold weather, like you got to be the more physical team. And I, I'm, I'm really intrigued. The number opened, I think, at four, moved moved to five, maybe back to four and a half. Uh, this one, I'm less kind of like locked into where I think I'm going to end up on the handicap. But boy, I mean, Aaron Rodgers versus the Bay Area team that he grew up rooting for, Sean. Well, and, and the narrative just keeps getting better for this guy. Well, let's be honest too. This team, especially on the defensive side, Bosa, they're they're I mean, that guy, again, he's right up there with TJ Watt where these guys can really wreck a game and, you know, make it a, a, a true difference maker on the defensive side. So if Bosa's there or he's not to me, he's one of those few guys that actually I'm working into the handicap and I think he's actually worth like a point point and a half on the spread, uh, which sounds crazy, but the Bosa brothers uh, and, and, you know, TJ Watt, I think really are, are there as far as like what they can do. D- d- is Nick Bosa able to recover from his concussion in a week? I don't know, Ryan, you know, the, uh, you know, the, I, I, I imagine Nick- I was joking a defensive lineman that it's what you rarely will they miss more than a week, especially a Bosa. Like he's got, I think it's called the Bosa line for the ultimate baseline. It's at the bottom. The both Bosa brothers are just like pure Cro-Magnum men. I can't imagine it's hard for him to get past. I, I mean, it's the playoff, Sean. His baseline it's, is probably not super high, so there is a good but, chance but I, he'll be back. I will say they looked good without him. So, you know, shout out to the Niners fans. I apologize for picking against you, uh, Cowboys. Really, just a fu- what a fucking horrible franchise. <laughs> I go home and get your fucking shine box. It, it's like a good spy movie, Sean. I got in there, I sabotaged everything. You're behind I got the enemy fuck lines. Out. <laughs> Are you going to wear your starter jacket, Ryan? 
around the uh, office your Cowboys starter jacket. Well, I mean, the weird thing is there were a couple Cowboys fans that slid into the DMs. Were like, welcome. <laughs> uh, God, I mean, I fooled everyone, Sean. I fooled everyone. All right, uh, let's get to it. Let's talk about some Monday night props. First ever Wait. Monday night playoff game. Oh, you know what? I totally jumped <laughs> over the Kansas City game. I was blown past it. K- Kansas City Chiefs forty-two, Steelers twenty-one. Steelers get that defensive touchdown. Uh, shout out to uh, I forget who, but someone in the Slack hit on a sweet uh, forty-to-one uh, Steelers oh. first touchdown defense. So oh hell yeah! Kudos to them. And then uh, after that, Kansas City just woke the fuck up, uh, started going up and down the field, throwing all over the place. The, you know, Andy Reid got to break out all his gadget plays. Jason, you know, or Travis Kelsey threw for a touchdown. Uh, again, this this Kansas City, uh, this Pittsburgh team just, you know, they probably didn't deserve to be in the playoffs. Uh, Big Ben just kind of whimpered out uh, his last game of the year. This really wasn't much of a game. I mean. At that Pittsburgh got that first defensive touchdown, and hopefully you got down over on the Wayne Betty nap. Got over there, looked at the live number, hammered Kansas City, because uh, it really wasn't a game after that. I mean, so much fun when the defense scores the first touchdown. Uh, weird play. I like. I you know you got Patrick Mahomes. Why are you running some weird wildcat shit? Um, just a, another one where man, if that game goes differently, we're looking at Andy Reid. Like, what the fuck were you doing in that moment? to take the ball out of Patrick Mahomes hand and, and, and effectively give a team that has zero offense, uh, the ability to score points, just, just really boneheaded. Like that's the limiting factor of the chiefs right there, right there. Like their, their ceilings all the way to the top, but God, why, like, why do that? Yeah. Not much to say about the Steelers. Uh, big Ben uh, shout out to big Ben. I'll be taking the beard off uh, in honor of big Ben. We'll, we're going to be uh, pouring one out, AKA taking the beard off tomorrow. Uh, respect greatest quarterback class ever, Sean. Uh, I'll, I'll plant that flag right now. No. Can't take that away from them. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Mike Tomlin just fucking he's been coaching for 15 years, bro. Like he he got that job when he was 30, 34. 35. Steelers are you know they're just machines. Good organization, constantly put out quality teams. Even they weren't a playoff team. No, even in years like this where they're not a good team per se, they still always remain competitive. Uh, you know, very fortunate to have a uh, Tomlin there, great head coach. What do you, if you're a Steelers fan, and there there might be some in the chat, like who are you rooting for uh, in the uh, that you want as your quarterback? I think uh, Sheba in the chat was saying, "Give me Kenny Pickett or give me death." He does seem like a guy that could really fit in in Pittsburgh. Obviously, already fit in for Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, five I, years there. Feel like more than any other franchise, we know who they're going to pick before they pick them, and it's generally like the respect of the league for whatever reason just gets out of the way. Last year was Najee Harris, the worst yeah. kept secret out there, and yet they still get their guy. Uh, yeah, I mean, why why not Kenny Pickett? He'll probably come in with that kind of grade, like a late uh, late first, early second. You know, he played for six years in college or whatever, so obviously he's not the most elite prospect, but. You know, quarterbacking is about intelligence, and we see it with guys like Ryan Fitzmagic and other guys who just, you know, you can be, you're not, you might not be the very top, but you can be a pretty, pretty fucking good quarterback. I mean, look at Big Ben. I mean, he hasn't had arm strength for like eight years. Yeah, it's still working for him. So yeah, you you put a rookie quarterback. I mean, you have Najee Harris, all those talented receivers. O line still needs a little bit of work, but a, a guy like Kenny Pickett, a young spry quarterback that could maybe. 
move around enough, certainly more than Big Ben, and that could be a nice uh, formula for them. But they've been bad at picking quarterbacks. I mean, they they got Big Ben, but their backups. I mean, they've tried to develop guys, and it's just been a, a real shit show. I mean, think about any time Big Ben has missed time; they've just been a disaster. It shows how well. And it's is. interesting, like a, a team like them. Like, why wouldn't they trade? Uh, why weren't they interested in a Gardner Minshew? I mean, I get it. Maybe he's he certainly isn't like franchise, but I mean, I don't know. Minshew is scrappy enough. Uh, it'll be interesting to to see. I mean, and obviously Russell Wilson, you could drop him in and that team would be, that would be like, if I'm Russell Wilson, that's where I'd want to go. As far as team fit. I don't know if he's interested in the idea of playing in Pittsburgh. Well, I, I I think I probably not. Um, But I think Pittsburgh does seem like the kind of franchise that could pick up a veteran. Uh, And I think there's some guys out there. I mean, I think there are, I mean, I think Jameis Winston's a free agent, isn't he? I think, uh, 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 yeah, he's coming Pit- off an ACL. Could Pittsburgh pick up a guy like Joe Flacco? I don't know. I mean, I, I just think Joe they're going to bring in. Oh, no. They're going to bring in a veteran. They're going to bring in a Fitzmagic's on oh, the. Oh, uh, you haven't really heard uh, where Deshaun Watson's going to end up. I would be surprised if you uh, haven't heard Sean. He wants to play for in New York for Brian Flores. Well, I don't, I don't know if Brian Flores is going to go there. He might end up. Uh, you might no, I know. I'm just telling you what Deshaun Watson likes. Oh, well, that it sounds like report. he's he's leading candidate in Houston right now. Supposedly the Giants I saw interest in Brian Dable. What's your thought on that, Ryan? Oh, I'd be I mean, first coach Pride down in Blacksburg, re- completely changing the Virginia Tech program. Just an a- amazing social media follow, by the way. Just check him out. Just constantly hitting the recruiting pa- But no, I mean, yeah, I, I, obviously Brian Dable, what's not to like? I mean, maybe Maybe you salvage Dalvin, uh, Dalvin, Daniel Jones with with a guy like Brian Dable coming in, and getting back to the vertical passing game and some of the things that he he did well. I mean, again, Josh Allen was not you know not in the greatest trajectory early in his career. So yeah, love that. I absolutely love the idea of them hiring. Uh, I think it's Shane for GM for up there in Buffalo and letting him bring Dable down. I, I'm I'm also with a lot of Giants Twitter. I would love to see Vic Fangio as a defensive coordinator. That'd be swell. Oh, right. who wouldn't want Vic stand, Fangio? Stand my approval on that one, guys. Oh, I would want Vic Fangio as a defensive coordinator. Maybe the Broncos will take uh, Jonathan Gannon off our hands, and we we take uh, we take uh, Vic Fangio. I mean, any team that gets Vic Fangio, that's going to be huge for them. Yeah, I tweeted. Uh, I mean, I, I shared my 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 needs for like I need a GM that understands spreadsheets. And after that, like I just want an offensive coach. I it, it, I want an offensive coach that isn't a fucking weirdo. Like Ben McAdoo, you know, as Sean reminds me, probably the best coach they've had in a while, uh, at least from a wins standpoint. And he was an offensive guy, so I, I think like at, at a minimum, give me an offensive guy and give me a fucking nerdy front office GM. Nerd! Thank you. All right, Bills. Bills minus, sorry, Chiefs minus two and a half next week, Sean. Really? What are your thoughts? At home. At home. Mm. Why? Why are they not getting the full three? Bills get a little bit of a bump. Bills look like they're on a real like fuck you mission though, and and guess what? Like after slaying the, it's like level level two in, in the in the video game. They slay the big bad Patriots, and now they go on to the Chiefs. Like this is. This is teeing up perfectly for the Bills, like magical tour where they shit the bed in the Super Bowl against an inferior team because they've conquered the AFC. Yeah, it is interesting. They also, you know, a little worried that that win felt a little personal and that they were like, (laughs) you know, unloading 
decades of pain on that uh, Patriots team and maybe won't get up for this um, this one in particular. All spreads are uh, this is going to be an interesting week um, picking games for sure. All right, Ryan, you are on the uh, Cardinals. I'm on the Rams, but uh, we also got a bunch of prop bets here. Going to give out before we get to that. Want to make sure we shout out SoBet.io/sgpn. The leaders in social betting. Social betting is just me versus you. Maybe you got a friend who just loves the Buffalo Bills, won't shut up about the Buffalo Bills. You try and talk about other things. He goes, Why aren't you talking about the Buffalo Bills? Well, if you want to bet that friend, you can just go to sobet.io slash SGPN, send them a little bet slip challenge. They accept. You guys are ready to go. And it brings back a simpler time in gambling. Me versus you. Chiefs versus the Bills. I'm on the Chiefs. You're on the Bills. Let's see who's going to win. A very easy to connect uh, third party payment options. So bet.io slash SGPN. Ryan, what do you got? You want to do first uh, touchdown? Sure. All right. I'm, uh, I'm, I kind of, I, I went real tilted on this one. I, uh, I played one Ram and I played three Cardinals. I played Higby for my Ram, sixteen okay. to one. I'm also on Higby. Uh, no, no doubt, tight end uh, system. I also because I only played uh, one Ram. I played the Cardinals defense at thirty five to one. I also played uh, Kyler and Ertz. Kyler fourteen to one. Ertz fifteen. Ertz fifteen to one and Kyler fourteen to one seem horribly mispriced. Yeah, I'm on Zach Ertz fifteen to one, Kyler Murray fourteen to one, and Tyler Higby sixteen to one. It's, it's I mean, Ertz is just getting a shit ton of targets, and I'll go to that for my first prop bet. Give me Zach Ertz over five and a yeah. half receptions. He's had uh, six plus in the last four games. It's easy money. Uh, I mean, so I guess we could have the conversation. Do you like five and a half receptions or do you like fifty three and a half yards? I like the receptions because. Ertz is cannot be a yak machine sometimes, um, and I wouldn't be surprised if they get some tight end screens going or just go out of their way to get him the ball. I could see him getting some short stuff, so I'm taking over five and a half. All right, just to diversify, because I also like that. I'll, I'll take the yardage over uh, fifty three and a half yards. Uh, Sean, to add to that, I'll also give you Kyler's uh, rushing total thirty eight and a half. Oh, uh, just. Come see, on. I would I would go under there, but uh, I see. I I'm, think it's a it's a back. You know, I think I think in a game like this, they're gonna have everything at their disposal, and I think that involves Kyler running the ball for like four, five, six yards a pop and sliding, and and that should just accumulate. So, Jose Gonzalez is asking, should I hedge my Eagles lowest scoring team on the wild card slate? He got it at plus five hundred. I would not hedge. What what did they score, Sean? 15. I would no, not hedge. No, no, definitely not. I think both these teams are good for 17. Plus, never hedge. Yeah. Yeah. Hedging's for pussies. <laughs> Gardeners. All right. Uh, my I, next one, Van. I was going to let, let, sorry, I was going to update. Would, would you take six and a half carries for Kyler or 38 and a half yards? I mean, I like the under. So, do you like the under for both of those? I like the under for yardage. I wouldn't touch the carries. Yeah. I'm gonna take the over for yardage. well, because that could get that could get wonky too with kneel downs. So oh yeah, I L wouldn't D. I wouldn't touch the attempts. Uh, another prop I like Van Jefferson over 36 and a half receiving yards. I, I know Odell's kind of been the guy, but when they play the Cardinals, 
it, it seems like Van Jefferson's the guy. He's had a game of 58 and 90. So I, there's something there in the matchup. I think that they see in 36 and a half feels pretty low. So give me Van Jefferson over 36 and a half. I know he's questionable with a shoulder thing, it's, it, but it sounds like he's going to play. I think. Yeah. I, I don't keep know. An eye on it. Had a limited practice a couple of days ago. So it's something to keep an eye on. Uh, last one, Christian Kirk, longest reception over 21 and a half yards. I think he's going to, he's going to be deployed as their deep threat and he's going to, he's going to get one in this one. I'm, I'm bullish on the Cardinal Sean. Yeah. I've noticed that uh, an under, I like AJ green under 43 and a half receiving yards. Oh. Well, that's way too high. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, even, you know, even as a Cardinals backer, Ryan, doesn't that, doesn't that seem out of whack? Yeah, because he's. I mean, I think that the, this Wesley cat uh, gets some work. I think they're expecting Rondell Moore to be back. And I mean, again, it's like Ertz has such a dominant piece of their target share, and after that, it's it's probably Christian. AJ Green might be their fifth target, honestly. It's sixth if you count the running back. So yeah, I I, I love that under. Uh, Dave in the YouTube chat, go fuck yourself. All right, the Eagles lost. I don't have to deal with your shit or your comments. Uh oh, he's putting he's. I'm getting on tilt. I I dealt with my emotions all day, drinking whiskey and winning money. Now you got to get me fired up, Dave. I'm not a girly man. Also, who what are you like a Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, SNL sketch from the 1980s? Get get a life, Dave. Girly man. Oh, are you a girly man? We're here <laughs> to pump you up. This is the this, Dave. Actually, is this guy? No, all right. There's nothing girly about winning bets and having sex, Sean. <laughs> All right, you got. Are we doing a a, a DJ's only uh, win build a bet? Oh, that's a good idea. What do you uh, What do you got for your build a bet? Oh, oh, well, oh. let's. Sean, I'm over there 24 seven. I don't know if you heard. I've been cashing those build a bets left and right. Arizona, we're gonna play nothing but Cardinals here. Give me Ertz to have over 50 receiving yards. Give me Kyler to have over 50 rushing yards. And both of them score a touchdown, twenty to one. Let's go. All right, boom. let me uh, boom, Ryan, boom, boom. vamp, vamp while I um, I wrote mine down, but I did not, I did not actually put it in the supercomputer that is the uh, build a bet. So give me a second, vamp, and answer some listener questions while I uh, while I type mine out. I mean, get the I, people I, the price. I could I could have a a, a brief monologue with with uh, at Dave. Um, wondering why he's shitting on a show that he's engaging with and watching. Um, you know, it, happy, happy to, to, you know, I, I'm not going to be like the dude in the Bronx tale who walks up to the door calmly with the bikers in the bar, locks it and says, now you can't leave. You're welcome to leave at any time. Um, but I, I'm also kind of enjoying him trolling him getting under your skin a little bit. Cause it, I think it's, it's needed. There, there hasn't been enough emotion poured out over the <laughs> season. You're kind of just letting it wash off your back. You're kind of, I'm not, I'm not happy that you're already jumping onto the draft season uh, wagon with me that, that it doesn't seem right. Uh, Cause of all the shit you talked uh, that, that extra meaningless game you played week, week 18 just turned into another preseason game for a meaningless postseason game. All right, Ryan, I got it. Give me the Los Angeles, Los Angeles Rams money line. Uh, ben Scourneck to get a touchdown. <laughs> Zach Ertz to get a touchdown. Thirty to one over on the build a bet. I, 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 
I would love uh, this is I would love uh, hopefully there's uh, some AI out there that can figure this out but I would love for someone to just do like a heat map on on players like names that Sean says a lot on the show cuz once once the hook is in like once yes. once we found Friar Muth like Muth was always going to be around and sk- once uh, sk- how do you say his name Skowernick and once yeah. once you found him and watched his game you're like oh man if you look like you played a little get lacrosse some, get in some college red zone looks. <laughs> yeah right I like that one. What's the payout? Uh, Thirty to one. All right, that's a little two small targets. For you. That's two targets last game. That's a little short for you. <laughs> or you can do uh, scour neck two touchdowns is eighty to one. Also like that. I'll I'll tweet out my final answer, but I I like both of those. Sounds good. I'll tweet uh, over I'll, at Sean T. Grant. Yeah, I'm sure I'll put out a couple tomorrow. We got a whole day to kill before that game happens. Exactly. All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the Sports Gambling Podcast. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. Make sure you head over to YouTube.com/slash Sports Gambling Podcast to to subscribe. Everyone except Dave C. Obviously, Dave, (laughs) unsubscribe. Go walk out in front of a bus. Uh, Everyone else, leave a nice five star rating and review for your chance to win free gear, aka merch. Monday, you have a very good chance. Of winning uh, some free gear, obviously, unless you're uh, Dave C. Dave C. will never win free gear. Under uh, yeah, yeah, I'll. You can Sean, try. When's your, the last my, time you got called? Pry, pry the t-shirt out of my cold dead hands, Dave C. Good luck, Sean. When's the last time you got called a pusswad? I don't know. It's been a little yeah. while. <laughs> Come to my place, Dave. I'm I'm looking to I'm looking to unload. Dude, Sean, Sean, uh, he didn't wake up and choose violence. You're you're forcing it on nope. him. Uh Brian Reese, does uh C stand for cunt for Dave C? I think <laughs> I think that's a lead. No, it's, it stands for coward. Come on. <laughs> yes, exactly. Dave C can't handle your whiskey. Now, Dave, this is just these are just uh, allegations. I mean, you can say a lot about me. I'm an insane homer. I'm an alcoholic, but to say I can't handle my whiskey, that's just inaccurate. Never you're just <laughs> You're just leading the audience astray with your horrible, horrible takes. Listen, if you're not Irish, you can't say that to another Irishman. Yeah, Dave. Dave C. He's. Uh, I don't even. I don't. I don't want to say anything about Dave's uh, ethnic background, but Dave, you're just. A I mean, calling person. out an Irishman's tolerance is basically using the N word. Yeah. Exactly. All right. That'll do it for the show. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. Everyone except Dave. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. Uh, so sorry for your loss today, Sean. Fuck off, Dave, and fuck off, Tampa Bay. Frame. Let's.